you're in the middle of a joke already, all right? Laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Welcome to episode 39 of the Rule Slayers podcast. As you can see, we're once again in our new space. It's wonderful. It's awesome. We're happy to be here with everyone besides Hayden. Rest in peace. He's not dead. But <laughs> yeah, what? No that, one's that dead. was very dark. He's not dead. He's just in Maine and it's sad. <laughs> uh, before we get into our game, as always, we have announcements. Jeremy, if you'd like to take it away. Yes. Uh, from the audio background flavor component of this podcast we rely on sirenscape.com uh play with the sliders That's, oh. i'm pretty sure if it's not their slogan it it, it will be soon uh <laughs> hope you're listening um so Which that could be the slogan of like literally any video game with a character creation engine oblivion <laughs> play with the sliders no middle sliders <laughs> don't leave anything in the middle yeah, you have to, everything must only be. polarized anyway uh, so is the way of our, anyway. Um, but then there's Beyond Skyrim, who honestly, you're probably not going to notice it because it's going to make so much sense in the podcast and enrich your listening ability. You're going to, you might be pulled out of the campaign for a second to say, that's amazing music. What is that? And it's Beyond Skyrim. So check them out, beyondskyrim.org. Um, uh, over to you. What is, uh, over to you. Over to you. Over to you. Cotton. <laughs> now it's going to Jeremy for the weather. Right oh my gosh. No, let's amazing. talk about World Back Anvil. You, for, World Anvil for just a moment. If you don't want, know what it is by now, well, that's on you by this point. Check out our affiliate link at worldanvil.pxf.io slash slayers. Well, actually, this is the first episode after the story so far, which doesn't say anything about Okay, yeah, well, you should check it out. It's a really cool world that's building. Uh, yeah, 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 that's a, that's a very good point. It's a, it's a cool platform for world building tools and accessories and uh, prompts and a lot of things to get your creative juices juicing. Yeah, build your own wiki. It's going to be great. You're going to be swimming in articles like me. Yep. Anyways, World Anvil. Uh, last but not least, follow us on social media. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Etc. We have a Twitter. We don't tweet. Um, we technically have a Facebook, but it's just all of our stuff from Instagram. And our Discord is the most active, so check that out. Our Discord yeah. is very active. It's fun. It's fun. Anyway, let's play some D and D. Yeah. Woo! Gosh, it's been so long. Last we left off, the party awoke to the clamor of the military of the apostasy entering the city after some much needed downtime and rest within the city. They attended a march through of, of this military force and um, discovered that uh, Stefanos Tasso. Tasso, not so. Rose, 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 
was leading a uh, an army of the Adiopore uh, through the city. Um, many, many, uh, you know, foot soldiers, mounted horse, and war elephants as well, which Phineas Lonesong was very excited about. In passing, he also did mention to the party that, yes, Duke Adrian Costo uh, has now claimed um, a crown for himself and, and named himself king of the Alonco Lowlands, an open rebellion against the Blackthorn Ascendancy, uh, to the party's alarm. So the guild uh, decided to start quickly packing, and Vern made it known that he thinks that this is where they part ways. And so, finding uh, a quick teleportation circle out of town with Phineas, Vern said his goodbyes and departed the party, who were still finishing packing at the um, the royal stack. The party was also um, invited to dinner at Riverwatch Citadel, where they said they could collect their reward from Top Plolul for the green dragon that they had slain. We pick up with the party around. Mm. Mid-morning to early, early, uh, you know, right before noon, probably, is where we'll pick up. So, you are packing. You're probably almost packed. What do you do? I'd get packed quickly and meet every, like, just be sitting down waiting for everyone to come down. Sure. Uh, Osprey is, uh, down, um bringing you whatever you need, so if, if you need anything, just ask him. Nope, I'd be like, all set, packed quickly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like waiting. Yes. One backpack, seven seven weapons. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I, think, I think as Cyrus is packing, he is having a um, <clears throat> he's having a, a fairly one-sided conversation with Franklin, just trying to process through uh, the, vent, the events of the last 24 hours. So you'd be down sitting with us also? What's that? So you'd be down sitting with us also, or you'd be uh, packing? Well, while I'm packing, okay. I'm doing that. And I'll, okay. You know, I'll, I'll come down, but I'm talking to Franklin, like, I don't even know what's going on with Top Lulul and Vern. He's just gone. He's gone. Can you believe it, Franklin? Well, of course you can. And there's this army coming in now, and there's civil war, and who even knows, who even knows anymore? Oh, don't sit there, Franklin. Here. I'm going to move him, and I'll come on downstairs once I'm done packing. It's actually, uh, you know, he's a lizard. He's not usually a very snuggly guy, but as you're kind of like fretting, he kind of scampers up your arm after you set him down and then starts to nuzzle your neck a little bit, like trying to let you know that it's going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think Vinny is just sitting in a corner, super <clears throat> quiet. Uh, there's not a lot to pack, so he was pretty much packed when he went in to the. I mean, yeah, so sure. he's just waiting. Probably not close to anyone. Just on a couch somewhere in the lobby. Elin? Is already down. Okay. Downstairs. Where are, you, where are you guys headed? Um, I mean, broad strokes, we were talking about heading back down to uh, to Erangal next, right? Yeah. Yeah. I meant right now. Are you guys going to the dinner party or are you guys departing? Oh, yeah. I forgot about the dinner party. <laughs> yes. 
I figured you would want your money. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 We're well. Is yeah. it strange to pack all of your things to go to a dinner party, though? I mean, you can you can like. I assume you're going to be grabbing your mules and cart and stuff like that. So you can kind of pack up, put your stuff in your mules and cart, and kind of have that on standby if you'd like. Yeah, let's do that. Um, wherever you've stabled it at, to where like your stuff's there, you can pick up your mules, you can pick up your cart, and you can just leave from there. Wait, didn't we have horses? Nope. Ponies. We only had mules. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Just just donkeys. Brian, okay. Ford, and Harrison. I do remember that. Okay, we, did we pick? Uh, did we pick Brian back up? Did he make it? Did we? Did we we yeah. found it. We found everything. A merchant found him. Remember? That's right. Oh gosh, that's been so, so long. Up. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, we're cool. No, we're in. Yeah, we're in. Our, it's okay. We, I expect you to remember every single detail. We're coming off of a bit of a summer hiatus here. <laughs> Listener question: Pause the podcast. Did we have donkeys or mules? Remember, they're two different animals. I believe they ding, were mules. Ding, 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 ding. If you guessed mules then you've won the satisfaction of knowing that you remembered. And I believe mules, correct me if I'm wrong, they are just a crossbreed of horses and donkeys. Yeah. Yep, and they're sterile. Cool. The more you know. <laughs> yeah, you built that into your world anvil, right? No, no, no in this world anvil, you can actually breed mules. <laughs> it's fantasy, John. <laughs> uh, anyway. So, uh, that said, are you wanting to kind of... Is, it is there anything you want to do before this evening? Because you have about, you know, five, six hours before this dinner party is proposed. Mm. <laughs> Come six hours early. Hey! <laughs> Where are the appetizers at? I brought potato salad. <laughs> oh, yeah. Unrefrigerated. Uh, so, what next? Dinner party at, in about four hours, five hours. What should we do before then? Maybe we should find a cleric or, or a local clergy to pray for our trip to Erin Hall. See if we can, uh, you know, just prepare ourselves spiritually for the journey. Well, that sounds about as good as anything else. I guess. Yeah. I, okay. But would that be helpful, you think? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So, um, so um, I, I apologize. I'm probably just going to take a moment to myself and just walk out. Then you'll walk out the front door. Okay. And I'll, I'll meet you at the, the dinner party. Okay. Uh, the rest of you are wanting to head to a chapel. Um, yeah, I would just follow it. Okay, um, there are there are a few that you know of. There are the the three in the northern expanse. If you'd like to visit one of those three, uh, there are three in the uh, the southern fringe that you've heard of as well. You've not visited those, but there are three of them there. Um, yeah, um, is there is there anything specific you're looking for? Um, I'm looking for one of the four deities that would be accepted in the uh, Blackthorn Ascendancy. Um, let me think. Right, because Mara wouldn't be, right? Right. Say Mara? Alora. Oh, Malora? Malora. Malora, that's right. Uh, Mara's uh, Skyrim. Yeah, we call her Laura for short. 
Well, we play so much Skyrim, beyond Skyrim music. True. Yeah. Man, we're um, going to buy that game all over again. You're thinking and none of the four gods of the apostasy are actually uh, formally dedicated in temple form here. No. You've heard you've heard of Arvareen, the halfling god of war. You've heard uh, that there is a temple to Sinahin, to Avandra, the Changebringer. Um, there's obviously Melora. There is um, a temple to uh, Luthic, the cave mother. Hmm. That's that's kind of what you've heard. We've been to both Melora's and Sinahin's, right? You have been to Sinahin's to cure okay. the lycanthropy, and you've yes. been to Melora's. You, I think, twice. Yes. Uh, you've not been to the House of Shifting Winds, which is the third temple uh, in the Northern Expanse, and you've not been to any of the ones in the Southern Fringe. What's in the Southern Fringe? Uh, the Temple to Arvareen. There's actually another temple to Avandra, and there's a temple to Luthic. Remind me who Avandra is. Avandra is the change bringer. Uh, oh, okay. I- I'm looking for a lawful... The most lawful and the most good aligned. Probably gonna have to either choose Melora or um, Sinahin. Let's go with Sinahin. Okay, so you're going to the the Mooncrest Sanctuary. Um, you guys head to the Northern Expanse. Beep 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 beep. Um, you head to the Northern Expanse, and um, as as you've seen many times now, the the Temple to the Moonweaver Mooncrest Sanctuary sits. Uh, tall, uh, austere, this almost imposing cathedral with the uh, the little main tower and the the lapis stone half circle. Um, and enter, it's it's cool. Uh, the um, the stained glass windows of uh, you know various um, deific um, acts still you know filters light, and uh, you come upon the elven uh, priest that you'd uh, met with earlier to uh, cure uh, the woman uh, of her lycanthropy. His name was uh, Normer Philadrith. Sorry. Hmm. Uh, But he greets each of you. Um, Moonweaver's blessing. Greetings. We've actually come to ask for a blessing. We're about to set out for Erangal, which is quite a ways away. Oh. We would love for a travel blessing. Uh, sure, I can. I can. That's a actually apt. You might want to travel under the cover of darkness <laughs> or the moonlight, um, or that we might be able to help someone along our way. This doesn't have to be just for us. You know, maybe fortune could deliver someone to us that could travel with us and be protected by us. But for for general good tidings. Sure. Um, yes, this is a dangerous path that you've chosen. Um, I don't know if you've heard the the ascendancies at war right now. Um, well, uh, yes, I will. I will make um, prayers to the Moonweaver um, in your names. Um, I don't. I don't quite remember. Did we exchange names last time you were here? we did, but I can, and I take out some parchment, and I, here's the names of my, my party, my, myself, and I actually write out my full name, okay. uh, because I understand for it's a spiritual, kind of religious reason, and I feel like it's very important to write out my full name in this case, 
uh, and I write out everyone else's name as best as I can with their titles. Uh, but I do leave out your character's last name just for uh, privacy's sake. Cool. Um, just kind of knowing. I would know she that. probably. It, you can see over her shoulder mm-hmm. that she did leave it out, uh, and then you know do through so, and then just hands the, the paper over. I'm Cyrus. This is Franklin. Hello, yes. Nice to meet you. Yes, uh, I meet a lot of people. It's hard sometimes to keep track, I, although our meeting was memorable. <laughs> uh, but yes, I will I will take this to, to Sinahin tonight in the, in the light of the moon. I will burn incense and pray with all the implements necessary to curry her favor. Um for you and for the souls traveling the road. Thank you. Not not an issue. In war, oftentimes many innocents and non-combatants find themselves stranded or injured, so of course everyone, both nations in this war could use a lot of prayer right now, so I'm sure you and your uh, fellow attendants will be very busy in the days ahead. Yes, we all... Uh... We all know that very well. Drasbur was hit very hard a few years back, about 31. And many innocents were dispersed and claimed by the ravages of war. So yes, we know it well. I was here. Though I did not worship the Moonweaver openly then, this was a temple to Ayun, I believe. But I will, um, sincerely. Um, and thank you for coming. The Moonweaver should shine her light during these trying times to all. Do I see any, like, architectural or uh, maybe no longer artistic or decorative uh, indicators that this was a temple to Ayun? Sure, um... As you kind of look around, it is very bare bones of a structure. It's not, there's not a lot of artistic embellishment in these, while while nice pale white kind of large blocks of stone, they're not, um, they're not carved up with, you know, like, like fancy, um, you know, inlays of, of the Moonweaver's symbology and whatnot. So you could uh, assume that a lot of this was probably added on. The windows probably were added on, uh, the tower itself might have been added on, but it looks, it almost has almost the interior of a library feel, uh, which is very um, fitting for a, a Temple of Ayun, uh, her being the knowing mistress. And would she have been, I, I know she, you know, it's all about Bahamut and the other three are kind of just, she's chill with them uh-huh. too, but what was Ayun's, like, alignment? She is, she is a, uh, either lawful neutral or true neutral depending upon your interpretation okay. uh, she's very much uh, a keeper of knowledge okay so at this point she's probably like neutral to neutral like no fight feeling either way I was gonna have her say something like shame <laughs> change the devil but it's all anyway well is, is there anything else I can do for you no I think so uh, well, be blessed uh, by the moonlight and uh, 
always walk within it. Thank you. Thank you. And he goes back to um, shepherding a couple of um, what looks to be initiates through uh, some sort of prayer. Well, what time would it be now? Uh, with travel and yeah. just talking, maybe like one, two. You still have some time for sure. Uh, Vinny, what are you doing while this is happening? Goes to the Peace and Serenity Tea House to oh, visit Tanja. Yeah. She nods to you serenely as you enter. Greetings. What can I do for you today? Hello. <laughs> I'm just in for a bit of tea. Small plate as well, or no, just the tea? Not much of an appetite. Just had some walking crepes, anyway. Um, Very well. Um, just tea. Just tea. Surprise you, or do you have something in mind? I think I'll take something light and floral, if you have it. A white tea. Please. She goes back and starts to pour um, some steaming water into a uh, intricate cast iron teapot and Brings to you just a, a small, um, you know, um, jug of tea with one cup on a tray. Sets it down to you. Thank you. Of course. Let me know if you need anything else. Um, that'll set you back uh, just uh, three copper. Okay. Um, and you would just be contemplating, I think, the the recent events, of course, the goodbye with Vern. Uh, he made a kind of a, I wouldn't say it was a last minute decision, but he had to make a last minute call to stay. And I think he's still processing why he finally made that as the final call. Sure. And so he's just kind of thinking over like what now? And um, as he, as he stirs the tea, not so much to stir anything in it, but to move the tea leaves around a bit, um, you know, the, fragments yeah um not so much drinking it as he is just like brooding over it uh he would say a, uh, the equivalent of a prayer to uh to his patron and, and just say ah, what now <laughs> what now if you have any guidance I could certainly use it at this point Your tea, while fragrant and flowery smelling, almost feels feels like it, it changes almost to kind of this earthy, grassy smell for just a second. Kind of warm steam kind of catches the side of your cheek um, and kind of wraps around you almost like an embrace. And you just hear kind of almost, almost as if this, like the kind of the sizzling steam almost has a voice where it just says rest follow your heart for now and we have a response and what of your require requirements of me have you anything more to say about uh, that endeavor the steam dissipates 
right then. Rest it is. As you um, are sitting, almost brooding, um, you uh, see Tanjian kind of come over and uh, your your tea comes with, you know, like a tea board and she pours the now cold tea from your cup into the tea board and refills it. Best to drink hot. It'll lose its flavor. It's very delicate. <laughs> right. Thank you. Not a problem. Goes back. Looks like she's reading a book. It's kind of chilling. He sips. And eventually, uh, unless you want to spend the entire evening there, you you very much can. But if you have other things to do, by all means. Uh, you can cut back to it. Sure. Uh, what is the rest of the group doing if, after your visit to the sanctuary? I would have just walked out, like, promptly, just out of the sanctuary, just sort of waiting outside um, for the rest of them to come out. Sort of confused and just not used to know, like, so used to following what someone else was doing that in the circumstance of not understanding what's going on at home and um, just kind of confused and, yeah, didn't find much comfort in there. Sure. Uh, as you both exit, Bells does have a very kind of puzzled look on her face as she's kind of just leaning up against the wall. Everything all right, Bells? Oh, um, not not really, I guess. I, I'm, that just, I'm not really sure how to, I don't know, act in a, a temple like that. It's just not, um, not something I'm used to. Well, it's not my temple of choice either, but, uh, you know, I think in the little time that we have, it's best to try to prepare as best we can in ways that we maybe haven't even thought of preparing for, but maybe we should look for Venuthra and see where he's holding up at. You guys wanting to try and find Vinny? Yeah. Okay. Uh, make an investigation check for me. Uh, with advantage, you know who Vinny is. You know where he might hang out. Um, 16. Did you roll at advantage? I mean, I don't think it matters, but... Uh, that's the advantage. Okay. So you stop by a few uh, pubs and uh, taverns on your way, but eventually you do find your way uh, to the uh, the tea house that Vinny is uh, residing in for the moment. Um, Vinny, you're probably just finishing uh, your tea and maybe planning to get up when in through the door walks Cyrus, Bells, and Alain. Hello. We thought we might find you here. Hello. Yes. Tanjan. Oh, hello. Tanjan. Uh, more cups, more tea? Well, just one cup for me. Uh, for, uh, how many of you would be? Just, uh, sure, yes, I'll take I would love some. Uh, sit down, join me. I, and he would move to a larger table. Um, okay. Um, well, do you, do you 
require anything besides tea. I have small, small steamed dumplings. Um, oh, I'll take some steamed dumplings. Very well. Um, some some dumplings, and she busies about um, in the. It, there's no really a kitchen. It's it's kind of all behind the bar. But she uh, brings to you some some more tea and some dumplings. Um, you can set back five copper amongst you um, for the dumplings and tea. Um, but then goes back to her book. Uh, yes. Um, and please forgive me. I I was a little bit curt before, and um, I just needed some time to process. And uh, I'm, I'm actually very relieved to see all of you here. Uh, it actually warms my heart greatly. So um, please sit, join, join me for some tea. You uh, take as much time as you like, kind of, you know, having some white plates, filling your stomach up a little bit. I'm sure uh, for some of you, your stomachs are, are churning a little bit, but the, the tea and, and the light food settles it. And um, you look out the window and sure enough, the sky is darkening by the time you're done uh, enjoying uh, one another's company. And uh, unless you have anything else to do, you may make your way to Riverwatch Citadel. Just maybe RP some of the post-burn conversation. Sure. Uh, I I would love to know uh, how each of you are processing this next chapter. I know that we had some commitments to go to Erengal, and I have every intention of following through, supporting Alin in the endeavor of of, of at least checking in on her hometown and, uh, and then also finding what we can about the Cartagia family. I have put out some feelers to an old friend of mine and uh, hopefully we will hear back from her soon or him actually. Can it be a her? Can I tune it to a her? Sure, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, hopefully we will hear back here hear back from her soon and um, but until then we have some time before the dinner party I suppose I just want to say I'm very grateful for you all and I'm in okay the guild of goodwill yes I have nowhere else to go. Yep. Guild of Goodwill, minus one. Oh, but yes. I wrote your name down for blessing, so for our, our trip. So it's good. Glad you're with us. <laughs> well, it's it's more than that. I, I When I said goodbye to Vern, I was very much contemplating going with him. And I decided that uh, there is more still for me with you and I have a lot to learn and a lot to understand about each of you and, and even my place in the world but I I give you my crossbow <laughs> <laughs> well one thing I can tell you being somewhat more advanced in years is that at a certain point you've you know you go you go through this 
every now and then where you, you say goodbye to people who you hope would stick around and you know and, and and sometimes the people you say goodbye to are people who you had hoped would stick around for a lot longer and if you're fortunate not always but if you're fortunate you get the chance to say goodbye and we did get that and i'm satisfied with that well said cyrus thank you it's it's hard it's hard to lose everything that you know it is I've never really had people that were choosing to stick around with me and I'm not really sure what to do with it thank you for being here all of you Hopefully we can help a lot more people. I want to tell you all about someone. Um, Is this another one of your conquests, Vinny? Because I'm not entirely certain that we want to hear about her. I can leave certain details. I knew it hidden um, there are better avenues for that and some things are just best kept hidden um, do I do I know her name the you don't still I actually don't know her name okay so um, so I have been commuting with someone oh and I suppose that's what they're calling it now yes no, 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 no. Uh, or rather, someone's been communing with me, but it, it doesn't mean what you think it means. Um, but I was reminded of it when uh, Alin had asked to go and seek prayer, seek blessing. And I did the same here in this space. And this person, who, to be honest, I actually do not know her name, She gave me great confidence to continue with you. And I'm very relieved uh, to have a sense of purpose. But I don't want to keep anything hidden from you. Is this like a girlfriend? Uh, It's not. It's like an encounter. And I believe that she is to blame for what I'm able to do with my uh, magic. I did not have that ability before meeting her and she indeed told me that it was a gift that she had given me and so um I suppose what I'm trying to say is that uh, I I do have a guiding light Uh, it's just not found in temples Um, and I, I do not believe that she will lead us astray so, but I did want you to know that that is a big part of my new life with you. Uh, since I met Vern, Vern met me the morning after this had happened. And Alin, you were there when we were talking to Iodon. And I went up to my room after that conversation and, and, and researched. And I think that I had made a pact with her, even though I was not knowing of that pact. And 
I'm afraid I've probably caused you a great deal of distress, Olin. Curious about my own, um, I don't know, my own commitments. I had not the information to tell you. And she spoke to me again here in this place. She said to rest, to follow my heart. And at least for now, my heart says, be with you. And that is, I don't know if I'm turning over a new tea leaf or, or what have you, but I think this is my purpose. And I, I will commit to each of you and to protect each of you in the best of, to the best of my ability. Your words bring comfort. And believe me, none of these temples, and I think it's safe to say there, there are quite few buildings indeed that I could truly call a place of worship. I do my prayer with penitence, and she um, like pats uh, one of her swords, which has penitence written on it, engraved on it. That is how I complete my prayer um, with my sword. So I understand not your, your worship and your prayer taking a different form than asking for blessing in a temple. So I don't condemn your approach at all, uh, and it seems that you seek to do good. So we are interests are aligned, and as long as you seek to help people and to party with us and in doing good, then you have no... <laughs> you need not have fear of me or my judgment or condemnation, Vinny. There may be some habits that I must unlearn. I only ask for the grace to unlearn them. She'll have it. Yes, we can give you that. As you guys enjoy the rest of your wonderful steamed pork dumplings and uh, and white tea, or if if anyone else wants anything else, well, you can have it. Pork, oh yeah, she got the veggie dumplings. There's there's definitely veggie dumplings, mushroom dumplings. Oh yeah, oh, man. <laughs> there are definitely some mushroom dumplings. <laughs> Mr. Oh, dumpling in H Mart has Ooh. the best king dumplings. H Mart in general, but we're gonna get off track. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Whenever we talk about food, that's always a risk. I'm really hungry right now too, because um, that's. That's what we role play. Yeah. <laughs> That's our fantasy world is good food. Just whatever we want, whenever we want it. But as you eat, drink, and uh, solemnly reflect, the sun does set and you do uh, make your way to Riverwatch Citadel, I assume. Yeah. Um, handing yes. over your weapons once again, having to wait for bells to unsheathe everything. For, for a hot second. Um, but then you do enter into the keep, traveling into the, the familiar gallery and throne room of the Kitagora. Uh, and you're led by the guards to a door under the right gallery's balcony. Quick retcon, as I'm handing over my staff, I'm also going to do a cheeky little finger guns at him since we're handing over weapons. Kind of pauses for a second. Slowly finger guns back, confusedly. <laughs> Can't get rid of all the weapons, right? I don't know. Yes, right. 
Are they are they finger <laughs> are they finger guns or finger hand crossbows? Where are we at in civilization? Those are finger hand I'm crossbows. Just going, <laughs> I'm going in the spirit of my new my new mini. Oh, I love it. Love it. Um but as you're as you're um, ushered through this door in the right right side of the gallery, uh, you're brought into this banquet hall um, by the Mist Electos, um, and you're announced at the door, uh, the Guild of Goodwill. The room is a it's occupied by a long, lavish table of pale ash wood, and the other end, uh, a great fireplace is crackling with flame. Pale, glossy, yet uh, red stone can be seen under these kind of rich Iudosan rugs. And the smell of the coming courses of food wafts out from another door where you can see servers coming and going. There are four unoccupied seats available for you. At the table, there are a lot of people. At the head of the table sits Stephanos. Uh, and to his right sits Denai Gabrieli, the Kitagora. To his left sits your half-orc friend that you met on the road. Um, and then on the right side of the table, um, there is that tiefling head guardsman. There is uh, what seems to be... Uh, sorry. A kind of a water genasi of heavier set. He has kind of dark green skin and blue-black hair. Um, his eyes are like bright yellow. He has these little kind of small arm fins on his arms, kind of on his forearms. Um, after him uh, sits Totplolul. Then there are four in- empty chairs. Uh, then is that shorter dwarvish fellow in the plain armor who has that ornate hammer across his back. You've seen him a couple times. Um, and then a, um, a halfling with an eye patch and kind of a gruff demeanor with a few scars across his face. Um, across the table from where you guys sit down are um, a few few different folks. Um, starting at the end of the table, acro- um, opposite of Stefano's, is Oswin Layton. You've seen him. He owns the Layton house. Uh, just a human fellow. Uh, there is a goblin woman. Looks to be like a million years old. Um, <laughs> so teeny like half the size of a regular goblin almost just kind of shrunken. Um, Morwarren uh, Aldercrown, you've met him before. He owns the magic shop. He's the furbold gentleman. Uh, yeah. um, Mao Day, the priestess of Melora uh, of the temple. A half-orc woman of um, older, older age, but like creeping into old age from middle age. Uh, these giant tusks that almost stick straight out, very little curve to them. Um, there is, and this is kind of, these folks are kind of across from you at this point. Um, a, a taller dwarf with like this fiery beard and like unkempt hair, no beard rings really. Uh, you see singe marks on kind of his sideburns and at the bottom of his beard, these piercing blue eyes. Um, as well as a teeny little gnome with glasses and, uh, looks to be a broken nose. Uh, of middling age. Um, and lastly, um, two other people sitting at the table across from you. Um, let's see. Sorry. There's a lot of people that I'm naming. Mm-hmm. I lost it. Uh, a oh, lot of familiar Norimer. Norimer Fildreth. You just visited him at Mooncrest Sanctuary. 
Uh, and then a what looks to be an Azamar uh, per- person, androgynous in kind of features with really almost pale white skin uh, and kind of glowing amber eyes and then this aqua hair that's uh, almost shoulder length. Um, what's everyone's passive perception, actually? Ooh, let me look at that. 15. Okay. 11. 11. 11. 10. 11. Okay, uh, only bells. Bells, as you sit down to dinner, uh, you notice that this Azamar, uh, their shadow, it's almost a half second late. It's kind of weird, but it, it's not synced up to their movements. Mm-hmm. So you all sit down, and uh, Tot ushers you to sit. Ah, my friends! Well, uh, welcome to to dinner. Well, thank you for having us. I had expected something a little bit more intimate, but it is nice to see you again. Oh well, well, um, I can make you acquainted if you if you like. Uh, I see Vern and uh, Mister Phineas were able to make it away. Ah, yes, they they have they have left us. They've well, departed. Uh, I hope he finds what he's uh, looking for. But, um, oh, yes. And he pulls out from uh, his uh, one of his um, kind of wizard robe pockets on the interior of his robes, uh, a small coin purse. Uh, bounty from the, uh, the five. And drops it on the table in front of uh, whoever's sitting next to Tot. Who's sitting next to Tot and who's sitting in the middle and who's sitting next to the dwarf? I Just would be curious. sitting like three seats down from the left. So as far down as I could be okay. from the end without being the person on the side of the group. Okay, so you're in the middle. I'd probably be next to Tot. Okay. I'd be next to Cyrus. Okay. So, Vinny, uh, you're on the end uh, next to uh, that dwarven uh, fellow in the plain plate mail. Um, I think he had a dark like dark beard, piercing green eyes. Um, to be, how, how many people are there between us and Stefano? Stefano or Stefano? Stefano's, uh, I believe just two. Let me double check. So no, there's there's one, two, three, four. Four between you okay. and him. So we're at a long banquet table, is that mm-hmm. right? There's a very long banquet sides, table. Yes. yes. There are people on your side and then people facing you and then Stefano's at the end. Okay, perfect. I'd also be like visibly uncomfortable, wide-eyed, maybe like toiling with the long side of my hair. I don't think enough that, like, I'd be in control enough that maybe other people would notice I would was nervous. But now that you guys know me enough that, like, you could sense some sort of change in my demeanor. Awesome. Um, as you go to open up the coin purse, if you do indeed want to open it up, they bring out their first kind of appetizer. It's lentil and chickpea salad and then kind of like a barley and leek soup. But, um... Vinny would lean over to Bells and say, let me know if there's anything we need to do or if we need to leave or if you need an excuse, whatever it is. Thank you. I'm fine for now. Let's just, um, let's just be calm and not draw attention. Cyrus is going to, when they bring out the food, he's going to ask, oh, do you have any red wine by chance? Yes. Um, the wine will be served after after this. Oh, okay, very okay. good. But just just making sure something was on the way. Of course, yes. Um, Anyways, Mister Mister Plolul, I don't know that we've ever formally 
um, determined honorifics there, but um, we are headed towards Urengal next. Lynn over here, she she has some business to, to take care of there, and well, we, we are... It does seem like we need to be headed out of the city, but I did have one favor to ask of you. I don't know if Yusk um, delivered this, this message to you, but I would appreciate it if you could let the quintessence know not to destroy my belongings or throw them all in in the um in the dump oh uh well i can i can let my counterpart know who who oversees uh the black thorn ascendancies um policing well that, that would be that would be great that would be great of course, um, of course. Just, i mean nothing nothing really of value just you know some some sentimental value to, uh, you know, I'd, I'd rather not th- have them throw away all of my belongings just because I've been off actually learning magic for a change. Uh, very well, I can see what I can do. Well, thank you. He uh, looks down at Vinny. Uh, Vinny, do you know your partner? And he just points down to the the dwarf sitting next to you. Your your um your seatmate. Uh, oh, is this the guy? <laughs> I, uh, poison hickey guy. Believe that we have. No. Oh, it's not. Okay. okay. It's not. okay. <laughs> <laughs> it is so, not. <laughs> is this fiery beard, singed fire beard? No, this is, oh, uh, this guy. is, uh, Blackbeard. Green black eyes. Beard, green eyes. Uh, he has a big, fancy, uh, his hammer, actually, I guess I'll describe it. Um, <laughs> if it was Poison Hickey Guy, that would be a callback that be nobody wanted or asked for. That would be <laughs> hilarious. I think that guy had blonde hair, so I, anyway. He did. Uh, okay. His hammer is, uh, it's kind of like this mall uh, that um, the whole haft is, like, silvered, and then its its head is uh, the visage of a snarling bear, uh, but it's all pearly white and kind of glows softly. Um, but he kind of interrupts Tot. Um, as, as he's trying to introduce you uh, and uh, says <clears throat> sorry forgot his name already how did I do this anyway there was the a name- moment a second ago where you said is there Cyrus's catchphrase has now become uh, got any red wine yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if you ever uh, watch uh, Mystery Science Theater no. 3000. Oh my gosh, the new reboot of it. There's one I can't, I, I can't, but there's I don't know some sort of high fantasy, really bizarre show. But the the hero is like a drunk hero, and uh, when they meet him, he's like, mm, "Got any wine?" Anyway, I think about that every time that you ask for wine. That's and I, I have to show it to you. Maybe somebody out there knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> anyway. Uh, he uh, just kind of interrupts Todd as he's trying to basically kind of introduce you to folks. Name's Goldrin Snowhammer. Pleased uh, to meet you. Uh, Venuthra Silverpiece. Uh, pleased to meet you. You said Goldrin? Yes. Snowhammer. Snowhammer. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like trying to come, like uh, do the thing where you mimic someone's voice. Oh, yeah. They, they like you more. Um, <laughs> yeah. Mirroring. So, yeah, mirroring. Uh, ple- pleased to meet you. Uh, hey, I uh, I am a member of the Guild of Goodwill, uh, invited here by Mister Top Plulul. A little bit. Uh, I've seen you about. Yeah, uh, a bit. tell me more about yourself, though. No, oh, nothing special. 
I'm just a... Just a paladin of Moradin making his way in the world. I lead a, an outfit called the uh, the Order of the Watch. The Order of the Watch, and would Vinny would search his recollections. Sure, um, you can all you can all make history checks, Arcana checks, religion checks, all the checks. Seventeen from Alin. Okay, uh, and then I would guide myself in this. Why? Why not? Thirteen. Okay. Uh, 16. 20 total. Okay. You're all familiar with the Order of the Watch being this kind of semi-paladin cleric order that operates throughout the world. Um, 20 and 17, you said, uh, Rachel? Uh, You guys are a little more familiar with the Order of the Watch. They kind of have a mission. Their whole thing is like planar threats. So their goal is to keep things from the outer planes in the Outer Plains. Uh, 20, you actually know that they have a f- semi-fortress um, within the Ascendancy on the eastern coast uh, called... Um, ugh, I think it's called Bright Gleam, but I'm going to double check. And that was the, the Blackthorn Ascendancy? Mm-hmm. They're, they're, um, they're on the east... Actually, kind of over where uh, that forest that Vern was thinking about going is, uh, there's this kind of desolate piece of land uh, where uh, they have a walled kind of fortress around it. Okay. That's in the northeast? Yes. Okay. Let awesome. me check my map, actually. Yeah, I was like looking like, hmm. It's called Evershield Garrison. <clears throat> okay, excellent. Uh, yes, I believe I've heard of you, uh, of your force. You... Uh, do much to quell the uh, chaos that might break in from other planes, is that correct? Aye. That was good work with them swords, by the way. uh, Yes, a good call-out. Indeed. Um, It was our first foray into interplanar beings. I'd be interested to pick your brain about uh, what good we might have done there and what good there is still to be done there. Hmm. Nasty beings. They don't, uh... They don't travel the realms too much, to be honest. So it is a bit strange to see them here. Are you aware of of one that refuses to be a part of their endeavors? That, uh... No. That holds uh, himself up in... Uh, what keep was that? Castle keep? Deep water, Deepwater Deepwater keep. keep. No, I've not heard of that. Interesting. He doesn't, uh... He just sits there, does nothing. He doesn't pose a threat, but he he has uh, taken habitation in the Deepwater Keep, and uh, at least when we met him, it was, it was m- many moons ago, but uh, he had been slaying kabolds that were insisted upon sacrificing to him. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, he, but he wanted nothing to do with them or with us, so we left. But well, that's uh, that's something to keep in mind. I've got bigger fish to fry currently, but we'll keep an eye out. Uh, certainly. Um, yes, I don't think that it's anything maybe worth mentioning at this point. But uh, the wine is ask. is starting to be served now as well uh, for for your information, Cyrus, as well as. Uh, 
another like little starter thing. It's, it's like some fried octopus, like the little teeny tiny octopi mm-hmm. uh, with like dill and oregano. Um, and uh, yeah, is there any is there anything else you guys want to do or uh, anything else you want to say to uh, anyone? Um, well, um, we, we were called here. Wait, is there a purpose of the dinner? Was was there like an order of events or some sort? No one, of... no one really knows. Okay, so we're you're saying before. Okay. I would just be keeping my head down, eating my food like as slowly as possible, to sort of look busy. <laughs> I think the more wine Cyrus drinks, the more excitedly he's telling uh, Top Plalul about his use of magic out on the roads sure. and the veggie wilds <laughs> and. Then, oh, if you, and and he is very animatedly describing Elin and her uh, tornado twister movement out of the mm-hmm. uh, out of the coaddle. That's funny. You actually you uh, you see a couple of folks actually kind of listening to your story a little bit as there's kind of like she's chit-chat. sitting right here. This one. She's really embarrassed, like kind of blushing. Her cheeks are red, but she just looks down. She does not say anything. Truly, it was quite impressive. You see uh, the halfling at the end of the table um, kind of regarding you guys as kind of, you know, like someone someone to be watching, someone to, you know, to someone of note for these stories. Um, and you see him kind of nodding in approval. He's also very silently eating, hasn't really said a word. Uh, the, the goblin woman actually is quite loud and just talking. <laughs> Uh, nonsense mostly to uh, whoever will listen. Uh, mostly Morwar and Aldercrown, who speaks too slow to interrupt her uh, as a furbolg. Um, you see the fiery bearded uh, dwarf talking animatedly with the uh, the gnomish man to his right, um, talking about all sorts of like smithing techniques and engineering and whatnot. Um, Mauday and um, Uh, the um, uh, the Azamar are talking uh, about religion, basically. Um, but eventually, uh, throughout the hubbub um, and the main course, which is served, um, which is roast lamb and tzatziki sauce, uh, as well as all the, the fixings, uh, Stefanos um, stands abruptly and uh, clears his throat, and the room instantly falls silent as abruptly as it can, and everyone just kind of turns. Thank you all for coming. As you know, this is not a social visitation. Our fledgling nation emerged from the darkness of oppression only 30 years prior. And while we may be trying to establish diplomatic ties with the Blackthorns, they remain an ever-present threat. This self-styled king, Adrian Costo, is in open rebellion against the Ascendancy, as we once were. He claims to rebel against the stifling Church of the Tetrad and the control of the Quintessence Pursuant. However, we are not sure of his true intentions. While the apostasy is not ready or able to wage an open war, we may support theirs. This, however, leads me to why I've traveled here. 
We do not expect war to spill over into our lands. However, all parties will respect our sovereignty here. I am here to secure the borders. You have been called here because you are respected and valued members of Jasper. Some of you are fighters. Some of you religious leaders. Even more of you simply are logistically savvy. I will be talking, taking the Agiaporia to the wall, but the rest of you must be prepared at a moment's notice to evacuate the city. I will be leaving Sudark, and he motions to the half-orc woman, and her company of best fighters behind to protect the city. Those of you who can fight, talk to Ulmer, or if you have mil military experience, you may talk to Sudark. In the coming days, we will review with you choke points, identify resources of value, and evacuation plans. We must work together to make sure as little life, property, and resources are squandered. Please direct any questions you have to the Kitagora, Sudark, or myself. Sits abruptly. Everyone slowly starts going back to talking. I'm going to lean into a Lynn and say, I don't know if this if we're really in the right place. We're not, but we can enjoy dinner for tonight, collect our reward, and move on. That's true. If we just think of this as a free meal, I'm okay with that. I, I think Vinny wouldn't say anything. Yeah, I would be just very careful not eating. to say anything. <laughs> very carefully eating. Yep. Uh, Tot, Tot making friendly conversation with you, introducing you to people. Pleasantries are made. Um, but you, you get the name of, of a few people around you, but nothing substantial as you kind of keep to yourself. Free and, dinner and networking opportunity. Uh, you know, you, you have, uh, you have a, a nice, you know, dessert. Uh, you know, they, they send out figs, you know, some nuts, some cheeses, grapes, yogurt. And you finish the night with these yummy sesame honey fried cakes, almost like little donuts. And you are stuffed. Can, can I confirm a detail? His, uh -huh. He said his goal was to secure the border. I do remember that. He Did he say that he might support the Duke? They may support this war. They may support the, They're not the Duke or the, certainly not the Ascendancy. No, 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 no. Yeah, okay. I just wanted to the, clarify the, that he said that they yeah, haven't the Duke, really decided King, could support the Duke. They're not clear of his intentions at the moment, though, okay. which is why they're, you know, like they're not sure if war is going to spill over from either side um, into their lands. But their main goal right now is to protect their the apostasy. Yeah. That Okay. That, then I was. Thanks. No problem. Uh, but you can kind of excuse yourselves as, as dinner is winding down. Um, make your way out into the uh, the gallery, mm -hmm. uh, and as you're walking out, you hear quick footsteps behind you. As it seems, uh, the Kitagora has followed you out. Denied, really. Um, ex excuse me. Do you have a moment? I'm sorry. Um, oh, we, uh, we, we, we perhaps. Yeah, yeah, we could spare a moment. We are in a little bit of a hurry. Uh, are you, you um? Yeah, are you staying in town? Um, we're leaving as soon as we can. Oh, Denied. that's wonderful, actually. Um, I was wondering if you could... I know it's risky, but could you maybe go to Oramont? 
What exactly do you have us? My, um... There's two reasons. I know that's where the war is, but uh, my daughter, uh, she is there. She's, she's, I guess, now a queen. Uh, she's married to, to Adrian. So I would uh, like you to check up on her. Uh, I would be pleased. I actually know exactly who you're is talking about. Is Oramond on the way to Erangal? Not at all. Not at all. Complete opposite direction. Yeah. Um, Wait, yeah, that's what I thought. You, is, you can dip under to go, to, and then oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, I see. Oh, you're looking at the map. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. You can like dip. It's like going Oramond's back closer to Riverbend. They form kind of a triangle, right? Yeah. Um, with you know rivers and mountains in between those, but um, and, and then also just to maybe solidify the intentions of this this so-called war. I know a lot of people are gun shy. They're not gun shy. Crossbow shy right now. Uh, <laughs> about bow shy. Um, <laughs> what might happen? And I think. Perhaps even if this if this war is just and that we need to support it, then we need to know that. But we're not sure. We don't have a large spy network there. Well, it's, to be to be perfectly honest, though, we were we were making arrangements to head kind of the opposite direction back to to Uringal. Ah, uh, oh, okay. Well, it's no trouble. Uh, it was just a it was just a, a favor you could do. For I'll, I'll defer this one. Oh. I'll defer to the group to, to take a phrase from Benny. Um, but I think we should. I mean, I think a lens should. Well, um, just perhaps we discuss this and, and then let you know. Sure, you can s- send a courier to um, one of the misdirectors towards towards me with a, a letter. So you're. You're the mother of Ismosal. Yes. Interesting. Uh, Ismosal Gabrieli, as I like to say, not Costo. Um, <laughs> right. I, uh, I guess I'm beginning to see the resemblance. Your daughter and I were acquaintances. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, I spent much time in Oramond, and, um, and she actually showed me great favor. Well, that is wonderful. Helped me to find work. I'm going to nudge over at Bells and say, yeah, they probably communed. Gross. I would just look at, look at you like... Netflix and commune. Am I right? Please, please. Yeah, please I'm like... I'm sorry, Vern's <laughs> not here anymore. Um, but yes, uh, we, are, we do operate as a group, and we did have a, a different heading. Um, but we will be in touch. Of course. Um, all right, well, travel safe be home. Uh, have a good night. I have to go back in uh, politics. Right. She bids you farewell and hurriedly walks back into uh, the room. Uh, you can see a lot of other patrons besides kind of the higher ups are now uh, taking taking a page out of your book and feeling a bit uncomfortable, a bit like this is uh, you know too much for them are kind of starting to head out a bit now, too. The Smiths um, are, are heading out. Um, the uh, Oswin, he's got a tavern to run, you know, stuff like that. 
Uh, but you make your way outside into the uh, to the moonlight, and uh, what's everyone's passive perceptions? 11. 15, 11. 10. Okay. Once again, only bells. Um, you notice something interesting. Um, but first, moonlight. <laughs> For everyone. Uh, Ooh, that was intentional. <laughs> I have some color-changing light bulbs, and I have a nice little moonlight function right at home. Uh, Bells, as you are walking out, uh, you notice something. Uh, there is seems to be um, a thin piece of rope dangling from one of the walls of, of the Citadel. Hmm. Do you do you all see that? That rope over there. Is it dangling out of a window, or uh, it's actually on the battlement, like you know where the crenellations are, the little square holes where archers would shoot out of. Uh-huh. Um, as as you kind of get closer, uh, it is a grappling hook that has kind of been grappled into the side of the wall. How high? How high up is she pointing? Uh, the wall is probably about forty feet tall. Okay, so it's at the top. Yeah, uh, well, it's it's anchored into something at the top, and then the rope is hanging down from the wall. So indicating that someone has just grappled their down. way up onto the wall. Okay. From the mm-hmm. outside. Alin, do you see that? That looks, looks like someone's grappled their way in. Maybe we should investigate or follow. Well, my thought is that with this many important people in one place. Could be some sort of attempt on someone's life. Wonder if it'd be faster to re-enter the main building, or if it'd be faster to climb this rope. Let's see. I know that we don't pick sides here, but we don't know what side there are, what options we have in front of us until we see what sides there are. I, I don't know. I guess what I mean to say is that we can't pick a side if we don't know what the sides are. Well, We don't someone... have to pick a side if we go in, but we can defend life. Of course, and that's what I'm thinking. Someone clearly had dishonorable intent, and they may take a life tonight, um, so let's see if we can prevent it. Maybe we should scale the wall. These people have been nothing but good to us, and I, I am sensitive, of course, to the delicate nature of our polity. Should somebody warn the the people on the inside, or or do we? Or would that be splitting the party? We should probably all go in and, and at least warn, deny, or taunt our two contacts. So you're going back in, not up the rope, to clarify? Yeah, we're not going to go up the rope. We could Let's... send Franklin up the wall. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah, he's got sticky sticky fingers. I'll give him a climb speed. Okay. Uh, okay, great. Send him up the Lynn's wall. I don't in. She's going to try to make an announcement. Okay. And, like, grab a fork and, like, tap <laughs> on a glass. But y'all are going to have to handle okay. Cyrus's limp body in this in, in this polite company. I'll, I'll do what I usually do while he's... So what we'll do, we'll do Franklin, and then we'll do announcement time. Um, Franklin, you scamper up the wall. <laughs> Come up to the top. There's a grappling hook, and it seems like there's two figures both leaned up against different crenellations. Okay. You kind of climb around one, and it's uh, a Mr. Lecto's guard uh, with a single hole in his throat up under his jaw. Mm-hmm. Alin, 
you stride into the now kind of um, almost empty. You see the dining room's almost empty besides um, Danai and uh, Ulmer, uh, the tiefling guardsmen, uh, talking in hushed tones to one another as the servers are kind of clearing away uh, the, the food and drinks. They both look up. That's Homer, a good mouthful. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. That was all Rachel. Beer glass folly. Uh John just said that's all Rachel. He put his beer bottle right next to me and gestured to the forks. <laughs> and held up the fork and yeah. then put the fork in her hand. And then <laughs> suddenly yeah, it was all me. I'm, I'm such a good foley artist. I thought of it all by myself. Can hey. we use that can we use that for mouth foley now now oh that we reveal no, the not secret? Mouth foley. I know. No, we revealed the secret though. We could have passed it off. Mm. Ding, 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 ding. There we go. Ding, 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 ding. Anyway, anyway, sorry, we're Alin, it's a very intense situation. I think we're all uncomfortable, situation. aren't we? Yeah, we're, we're all getting into <laughs> Jeremy's side business here. They both look up. Okay, um, so she's going to say, uh, "There's an intruder. There's been a breach. Uh, we need everyone to be on guard. And if you have any security, send them looking for a suspicious individual who's broken in. Um, they climbed into the tower from a." Grappling hook and rope. We saw them at the, and she's going to describe sure. battlement. Before you even stop speaking, uh, Ulmer, this burly tiefling, has stood up and is walking with you out uh, as you're describing, kind of like, show me, you know, uh, and, and you guys can start to make your way uh, towards the direction if you like, or you can regroup with your friends. It's up to you. And I guess as, as Cyrus. As Franklin sees the the Mistelecto, Cyrus kind of limp and Bell's holding him up. He's going to say, there's Mistelectos with holes in their throats. I don't think it's an emergency tracheotomy. I think someone better get up there. And that's where we'll end tonight's session. (laughs) (laughs) So good. (laughs) Wow, what an intense. Oh, man. This is good. Cool.